guys, welcome back to a very celebratory edition of Beers, Brews, and Bros. I am your host, the man from Moss River, with my co-host, Mr. Byron Moss. And without further delay, the birthday boy himself, who you can slapply slap on the ass, Mr. K-Rob. Uh, you, you ain't slapping nobody on my ass, for, first and foremost, but thank you also so much. Glad I mean, to see I you did slap this, on the ass. I, I did slap you on the ass. When? On your birthday? Use your old man brain on your birthday. Uh, and when no. I left you. <laughs> oh, did you? Well, I ain't, no. Yeah, you're pissing and moaning because you said, God, that hurt. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, damn. that's right. You yeah, stuck. that's right. Once again, y'all, pause. Like, hella pause. But thank you very much. Great to see everyone. So, guys, this week is very special. This is an edition that's going to be entirely about K-Rob. We're going to talk about, one, how we met the man. Two, we're going to discuss what we did on his birthday plans. And three, we're going to go ahead and dive into a little bit of extra stuff. We're going to talk about pop music remixes and where are the originals. Then we're going to talk about Warner Media slashing budgets and show cancellations. And something else, too. We're going to talk about some almost borderline could-be-blocked-out memories with Mr. K-Rob. We're going to talk about our favorite memories. Uh, some of these ain't making air. Let's tell you that right now. You never know. You never no, know. There's I, some that could make the air. Uh, my mother was probably may listen to this. Well, heads up, Mrs. To Mama Roberts, Miss Ginger, be prepared. And you know what? If she does hear this, it ain't my ass getting whooped. It's yours. <laughs> hey, depends on what I say. Don't matter. Don't matter. Why would I get in trouble for? Because why wouldn't you get in trouble? No, because I like I've gotten my fair share of ass whoopings from her. I'm done. I'm retired. Your ass will never be retired. So Whatever. let's get on with the the plans and everything else. So guys, we want to apologize for not being on in a while. But you know what? It's a rare occasion when all the bros can get together and just have a hell of a good time. So honestly, this time around, Kyle actually came into town. We all got to meet up together. And strangely enough, we all went out on the golf course. Although some of us were actually on time. Bite me. <laughs> don't, it, don't eat a dick, first off. Listen, I don't care if, yeah, if you're going to go out there and sweat and all that jazz. If I'm going anywhere, I ain't smelling like ass. Right? Who are you trying to impress? You're going to be out on the golf course. Shower my, your ass the night before. And my damn self. Dick. Okay, oh how's the gosh. shower on a bus? Answer me that. Yes, thank shower you. Shower before you got on the bus, goddamn it. My, <laughs> my water's not working right now. I need to get my hot water fixed. I can't. I gave okay. that man the best gift he could have asked for, a hot shower. Thank you. That goes a uh, long damn way. So oh, makes- uh, I thought you were trying to say you slid him something else that was hot. Damn, bye. Uh, <laughs> so... Byron, why don't you tell your uh, golfing experience? And Kyle, you can tell these fine folk just how well you did. Uh, I mean, I'll say at first, golfing, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. By about hole 10, 11, I was like, I'm over this. It's always Accurate. the back nine that just you're, you're over with at that point. You just don't want to fuck with it anymore. Yeah, I mean, it was a heck of a lot of fun just to chill, shoot the shit, and just hit some balls. Like, but like at the same time, like it just at a certain point, it's just, it's hot. You're tired. You're like, I don't want to, I don't want to chase down look for balls anymore. Because none here's, of us were good. 
here's the sad reality. I played nine before you guys got here or got over here and all that jazz. Couldn't even find you. Couldn't find the course. I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing. By the time you guys got up here, it usually takes only like anywhere between two or three hours if you're playing solo to go through at least 18 holes. We also, just... that, that, that freaking course is unforgiving. Yeah, like whoever designed that, I, I don't like you. That was awful. Well, hole one right out the gate, you got to shoot straight and you got to hang to the right. Like that's it's an L. It's a direct L. I guess the opposite shape of the state of Florida. Oh, it was awful. All the lefts and rights you had to do, and then up and over the hill. And God, the green conditions at first until they cleaned them up were fucking terrible. And if your ball went too far right, it was gone. More often than not, yeah, and a lot of times uh, the balls that we hit did slice. Unless they were still in the tee box with you. Yeah, Kyle something about that. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely can. Uh, yeah, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I want to give a first, first off a shout-out to my daughter's cousin, a good friend of mine, Bryce. He said, first he gave me advice. He said, be like Chubbs. Remember, it's all in the hips. And then I got out there, and I remembered that I told him I should have brought my hockey stick. And I think I really should have. I might have had more success off the tee. I was Dude, you putrid. Did. Dude, you did better on the second day of golf. And, guys, after the first day, we ended up going to country club that I regularly attend. And it was a lot but much better. It was a lot more forgiving in the fact that he didn't have slick bottom shoes on trying to golf in. Listen, you know, I don't listen. I don't know the protocol for what to wear. I was just trying to look really good that day. And looking good is not practical on golf. <laughs> Well, you At look all. good in your collared shirt, but damn it, man, you about kissed your ass slipping in them damn shoes. I did. <laughs> Don't wear dress shoes on a golf course. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But I it wasn't terrible. In the water. I put a few in the water, too. It wasn't terrible. We, we learned some. No, it wasn't a bad time. Honestly, I like the fact that second day we had the ninth hole. It was just, that was the water hazard one. That was the mm-hmm. water hazard hole. Yeah, and I, I I didn't go ahead. No, I was gonna say the second day we that it was just you and I going out to play uh, in Chester, Illinois, a very lovely go, uh, course, by the way. Finding out Chester, Illinois, is the home of Popeye the Sailor Man. You learn something new every day. Toot toot, motherfucker! <laughs> Good God, there's so, a bronze yeah, statue when you get there. It's amazing. It greets you. And then, of course, we had to do some gaming. We all got to finally play Turtles, Shredder's Revenge together. For yeah. A couple levels. It was yeah. fun. Got repetitive and then, real quick. Well, well that's a beat-em-up yeah. for you. That's a beat-em-up, brother. I, I just, I don't know. Is it my, now that I'm old or whatever, like, repetitive games like that, I can only play for maybe an hour at most, and I'm just like, I'm bored. And, and then, of course, we learned the next game later when we played Mario Superstars. Mario Party, <laughs> by the way, folks. That... Some of our friends around here are are, are fucking assholes and <laughs> just take a shit on you just because Byron. they don't want you to win. Hey, oh my don't look God. at me. I did next to nothing to anybody in that game. Oh, you bull fucking shit. shit. You fleeced me of all my coins. That wasn't me. That was the, that was the AI. <laughs> you fucking took a shit on me. You landed on the square to move Bowser in my place to keep me from getting a star the longest time. Yes, I did that. And then Peach thoroughly messed my world up. 
oh bullshit you just let her go and then she kept fucking with me and then you fucked with me after i'm like god damn it just stop <laughs> just so it was oh, a good time all together now i, I did a, go hold ahead, on I, did, I want i do want to mention my old man moment because golf wore us out so damn much i'm sitting in your recliner in your old man chair and the next mm. thing i know we're playing mario kart it is like 8 45 at night and I fall asleep on my birthday like an old fart in your damn recliner with a Switch controller in my hand playing Mario Kart. He goes, you good? I'm like, I don't think so. I think I'm, just, I think I'm done. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. When did I get so old so quick? Who knew taking you out for 18 holes would lead you to be so tired? Dude, I was beat, but it was a, it was a fantastic time. And I, th- and I thank you guys for uh, making, you know, making those uh, couple of days really special for me. I really do. So I just want to well, publicly say thank you. Well, and we also learned, too, that people are terrible at keeping surprises as well. And oh, we finally learned up. that yeah, communication is always key. <laughs> Let it go. I did. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. One last time. Please let One it be last the last time. time. Thank you. I had to so. do a public service announcement. Had to had to address it out there. Make sure that it, everybody knew. Oy. But it was a good time, though. Like I said, it's few and far between when the bros actually can get together. I mean, uh, honestly, the next outing I'm probably going to see one part of them is going to probably be September. We're going to try to get some golf in over there in Byron's neck of the woods, which yeah. he actually pulls me out of the county. For once, well, I hey, traveled once. Go you ahead, also, Kyle. you also got a, you also got a cherry pop. You finally stepped in his apartment. Yep, man, I'm telling you. Well, the, the man was had lost the ability to speak when I first walked into his apartment. Luckily, Rachel was there to guide me through and to visit and talk while you were dumbfounded well, playing multiverse. I mean, fair. <laughs> I thought you beat it by seven. Like you guys need to get to almost nine. This is true. So talk to that guy over there in the chair. Once again, folks, doesn't know how to get anywhere on time. Things. Uh, things. uh, 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 Listen, black black folks are never on time. This is is a you thing, sir. Dude, if I literally uh, say uh, I'm uh, going to be somewhere. You're you're Mr. Oh, I can get anywhere, anytime I want, doing anything I want. Listen, yeah, in, mother, no, no, no. In, fairness, in fairness, he he is great at cutting time down. Here's the thing, though. I can't do it in 30. Well, actually, yeah, I literally was sitting in Cape. He was supposed to have been there at five o'clock. He didn't get there until 630. And then by then Quite we had to story. hustle. We had to hope we had to hustle into Perryville. So Perryville drive from there had to get gas. And then we had to go on about our business. That was shit. Yes, Kyle. Fucking Kyle. He he got tied up with a with a special friend of his. I was just stopping at my mom's and I had a friend come by. Shout out to Miss Samantha Kuiper and congratulations on getting your first house, becoming a homeowner. So there's that. Has she she stopped by and saw my mama? I had to go see my mama. The hell I look like not coming there. At least hey, at least you stopped by and said hi to her when we got to town. Dude, you saw my mom Friday. I know that and you saw you, my you, mom you saying just have hi. No- you just have no perception of time. We've already known this, but we're going to get back to the nut cutting here. Let's talk about some candid memories of K-Rob. You know, oh. I like to I like to tear your ass a new one any chance I can get with the jacanery of being late and whatnot. I love and appreciate you, but Byron, won't you start us out? I've got enough memories that could probably oh. fill a little black book. 
honestly, like members of Kyle, like I remember the first one you ever met. It was, I think, it was the production of uh, the Curious Savage. I wasn't there for that. You were, I think, no. with Sam, weren't you? No, no uh, saw... she was in the play. I wasn't. I don't. I don't think I'd met her yet. So, Byron, you're getting your wires crossed there. So, the Curious Savage, I was in there with you. You're thinking know. the play afterwards. Because oh, after I... Arsenical Lace. No, not Arsenical Lace. Try again. That was the play after. We only did two no. plays together in high school. No, I wasn't in that play. The you thing was Arsenical me... Lace? No, I was in Arsenical Lace. I'm just saying the play that you're talking about, you were in, me and Kyle, oh. and he Sam was there with him. Des was there with me. We came to see you. Oh, okay. Do, so that uh, Star Spangled Girl. Yes. I can't I just remember we met through uh, this uh, when I was doing uh, theater in school, and that's where we met, got introduced. Then we didn't interact much until later on and way down the road because through mutual, like through Jared and Matt. Yeah. And then uh, one of the biggest memories I have with you really is going to the WWE events. Yeah, Raw, Raw 1000, which and, thank you uh, for reminding me that you were actually there because <laughs> old man memory kept and, telling me you weren't. <laughs> and I think you were at Royal Rumble, too. I haven't been to a Rumble. You, you haven't been to a Rumble? No, that was no. me, you, and Matt. Yeah, okay. you guys went to a 2012 Rumble. That was the day we got pulled over at Farmington. Yeah. Why'd you get pulled on? Why'd you get pulled over for? Because <laughs> my foot wasn't in it hard enough, evidently. It, it's, 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 called, <laughs> it's called Bond Hair. The curve in Bonterre. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, it was Bonterre. You're right. I've been oh. stopped in Farmington, though, too. But, yeah, no, we were literally shooting up over the hill. It was a probably an 05, 06 Dodge Ram single cab truck, 1500. Blue came flying by. I should have laid on and got on it. Instead of hitting the truck like the police officer should have done, he tagged me because I was the easiest one to catch at that point. And I'm dead asleep when this is going on. Way, way to go. Like I said, my foot just wasn't in it enough. Listen, I'm sure you were so thrilled to wake up to being pulled over by an officer. Oh, God. It was it was like, I wake up and I was like, I need your ID. I'm like, what the heck is going on? For starters, never you should never get the IDs of the individual car. They were looking for somebody. That was just the bonus points there of me doing what I was doing, speeding. It, it, I was, it was easier to comply and just not deal with the situation. I was only seven over, but I remember calling my lawyer, and he just said, he was just like, yep, you're going to pay for a park bench somewhere. No points on your license. I'm like, damn right. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> go, back, go back to K-Rob. Back to K-Rob. Like, just like, again, going to the Raw, uh, Raw 1000, it was a great time. I remember us having a good old time. Uh, yeah. And then... What else is there? Oh, uh, I, our love of baseball and just talking baseball. Like, I, I, every time we get a chance to talk, like, it's great. Like, talking sports, man, is another thing. It's an experience. I, I just get on a roll doing that, and half the time I'm not even thinking about it. Just like earlier today, we were talking about the uh, lineup for tonight's ball game and mm-hmm. just so on and so forth. Like, it was, what's, what's really fun is, like, uh, when we talk, whatever, like, you come out, like, I give you, I, I bring a certain analytical aspect to it. That makes you think about like certain things. Look at you uh, challenging me. And hey, tonight I told you exactly why I think the lineup the way it is, and you kind of like that makes sense. Yeah, a lot of it does actually, and you know we're in a position to you know try some stuff. But thank you, you know, um, 
we've got and, and we've got plenty of years to make more memories. And I'm yeah, looking and, forward uh, to they're, they're probably the most memory I really enjoy almost recently, honestly, was when you and I sat down and played 2K10. I beat your ass. <laughs> it was a good game. <laughs> it was yeah, it was six to three, and God, I didn't know how to pitch on that game for a little bit. I'm like, I why are my why do I keep getting bad gestures on every damn pitch? It's not a fastball. Um, but yeah, we uh, played a uh, MLB 2K10 the night before I left, and you had the Dodgers. We had a no Cardinals rule. Cardinals are kind of OP on that game anyway. So I used my uh, original hometown Atlanta Braves and beat the Dodgers. So how fitting. We keep a tradition going to Los Angeles Dodgers losing in St. Louis. <laughs> mm. But it's it's just a great time. And we also talked about here, uh, hopefully here pretty soon, if we get enough uh, interest in it, uh, the Brew Crew doing a fantasy football draft. I'm all about it. Absolutely am. You know, just in time for the NFL season to get started and – Listen yep. to a bunch of Casey blowhards over here act like Patrick Mahomes is the greatest thing since Betty White. God damn. Oh, so, man. So that's that's my spiel on Kyle. It's a, it's a great friendship. I love it. He's a brother to me. And hope many more years to come. Promise I wouldn't cry. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, man. You know. Right. Now, now to the, the 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 devil in the group. <laughs> oh God. The the official the official turning point of my life from naive twenty something year old to debaucherous father. <laughs> let me let me dust off the book here. Oh Lord. <laughs> Not all stories no. are to be told. Yeah, it was funny. Just real quick though, what's funny is Jared has a lot of stories with me and a lot of stories with Kyle. The reason there's not a whole lot of stories with me and Kyle together is because Jared was never around both of us at the same time. Right. Because a monster <laughs> can't exist in the same place at the same time. <laughs> also, the fact that, like, I'm not going to lie, this, Jared's probably one of the reasons Kyle and I are both is, is, gone through some debaucherous oh, moments in our life. So, Jared, worry, take it away. Don't worry, your birthday's coming around. Yeah. So yeah, you don't even know what my birthday is, so it's okay. Dude, I am terrible with birthdays. It's bad enough. I can't even remember my own dad's birthday. I know it's in March sometime. Yeah, I can remember those. That's the one I have to answer on a regular. You go to the doctor's office, like, oh, when's Jesse's birthday? You're like, oh yeah, it's July 2nd. And you know, like Winnie and Layla's is easy because they're right there next to each other. Yep. Can't Only reason. The only reason I know your birthday is because it's the same as day as my brother's, November the 30th. And Miranda's is on Groundhog's Day, so I always remember that. <laughs> Can't forget that, man. No, no, I'll never forget it. But Quasi, my Uncle Keith's birthday is on Groundhog's Day, too. All right, so have at it. Tear me a new one. <sighs> well, I'm not going to tear you a new one. I'm going to start out with the fact of how we met. So Go ahead. I've told this story once before. I was, at one time, a long-haired individual we met at the BSU, the Baptist, Baptist Student Union. I did not honestly catch fire. We were playing Power Rangers and some other games, and my belt buckle caught his eye. No homo. Pause. Pause. But, but true. <laughs> but true. It says, like, man, you like him? You know, that's the only time, like, it's acceptable to look at somebody's crotch if they have a nice belt buckle. So then we start talking about bands, you know, we, we talk about, you know, him, of course, CKY, talk about the Rasmus and different things like that. 
And then, of course, you know what? We started hanging out. We were hanging out over at our friend Tiffany's, Ronnie's, and Jessica's apartment. I think Vanessa was still living there at the time, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, room 132. Nothing good ever happened in there. I remember one party. We had Jungle Juice there. That was a very interesting party. I told that story this morning, actually, after I got off work, how I can't drink that shit. It makes me, it, it's like Hulk juice for me. It just makes me forget how small I am, you know? <laughs> makes you stronger than a Tootsie Roll. You turn into a big Tootsie Roll. <laughs> one you, one but, you don't want to make angry. No, but we had had several things on campus, of course. You know, we, we hung out there with different people. And, of course, over time, we started hanging out at my house. You know, one of the memories that we talked about this weekend was the fact we got I had a bottle of Jägermeister at my parents' house. This tells you anything. We lived out in the middle of nowhere. I had rock band. So we decided we were going to swig Jägermeister and play rock band. And then, of course, years later, my parents find out. That's that's one memory. Then, of course, there's a memory Byron was talking about, going to see him at the play. The other B side of that event, something debaucherous uh, happened that evening, which I'm uh, not going to uh, say. Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't say I, I didn't say what it was. Something debaucherous happened that evening, mm-hmm. and it was on holy ground. Black Book so, Jones. <laughs> Black Book Jones. So that was another little fun thing. But then, obviously, one of my other favorite memories with you is, you know, I used to go walking with you and your brother Darian. We used to go work out together, go walk the park every evening down there at Bacon, and then. uh of course, obviously, all the instances you—you've you, literally have been the little black book of like most of our lives. Like, obviously, living vicariously through each other. This is very true, dude. Remember, hold on, I got one. Remember when I went to the pony one night because I got stood up, and I came back and I called your house at like four in the morning, and you didn't answer. Yep. Who answered that phone? And then. Who do you think answered that phone, Kyle? <laughs> your, da- your dad, thank God. And originally, I was afraid of him answering oh. the phone. No, I found out. I found out I should be scared of your mother, who's never cussed a day in her life. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. So because thankful. the funny thing was, it was, a, it was a middle of the work week. She had to be up at 5 a.m. to go in over Briggs and Stratton at that time. And she would have been, she was hot. I figure <laughs> luckily enough, dad caught that, but you know, he's the one you would think would be like, don't you call here at that time of night. Mm-hmm. But you know, oh, no. you know what? Through like, but through like all of our journeys and everything else. And obviously some stories I can tell some, I can't, some are just going to be buried for the rest of their lives. Period. <laughs> but Woo! you know what? You're my family. I always will love and respect you. I will give you shit seven different ways a Sunday, always. I'm going to give you hell about the fact you can't ever keep time and the fact that most of the time you're just, you're very flighty. You can't keep your shit straight, but I Leave love and appreciate you. Well, thank you. I can't I help it. I mean, you can someone's... say old man brain. You can say old man brain all you want, but you know what? It, it I just can't. See, I'm not supposed to be the one that keeps you two in line. You guys are supposed to be the one that quasi keeps me in check. No, I've learned over the years it's impossible. I've tried to keep you in line. You go, "Uh uh-huh, sure, and do the exact thing you're not supposed to. I don't think Miranda does either. He's the closest Uh, he can. That's the closest closest body in the house, unless Jesse or somebody wants to ask me something that's like, yeah, I won't do it. But you know what? Through all the crazy adventures we've had and everything else, and it just it blows my mind to think about how long we've been friends 
because you got to think, you know, we got started hanging out in 2010. 2009. Well, yeah, I'll give you summer of nine, too. So, you know what? We're, we're literally coming up on, what is it, 13 years? 13 years. That is that that's That is absolutely absurd thinking about it. And all it took was a belt buckle. Of all things. And then, of course, over time, we've always learned what games we play together. Well, I remember, honestly, one more memory I got for it. And we didn't end up playing it while you were here. We didn't beat the Manhattan Project while you're here. That was no, another fun we, evening. We talked about doing that. Yeah, staying up all night, um, hooking up your NES to your uh, parents' TV in the living room and playing TMNT3 Manhattan Project. Criminally underrated game, by the way. And no, yeah, we never finished it. And God, that was like over a decade ago. Um, but no, we never did. Blows my mind, but we should have finished it. We're going to, though. Whenever that Cowbunga Collection comes out, we're all getting on that bandwagon. That'll be at the end of the month. And eventually, guys, you will be seeing us, uh, the uh, Triple B Gaming. So we're definitely going to be doing some live gaming. And so you get to see us and listen to us be terrible at games. Well, more so me be terrible. And the other and the other two uh, fellas doing their thing. So be on the lookout for that as well. But, guys, thank you so much for the kind words, the memories, the, and, more to, and more to make now. Keep in mind, two of us have children now so we have memories to make with our kids which is um, which is awesome and some of these stories they're never going to ever hear no they never will (laughs) it's better trust me it's it's gonna be all right see i was even tame in this segment guys we we, i didn't even say anything you thought i was going to oh i was worried listen my asshole was puckered i ain't gonna lie to you I mean, I can tell that story. There's obviously other stories as well, too. I remember also I could talk about the couple different times at the college. Oh, no, absolutely not. You mean Caligula? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking That's about more a what it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hold your meaning to the word super loincloth. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Anybody who ever asked will not hear it either. That only goes for <laughs> those who were there. <laughs> those that were there will only ever know but once again guys thank uh, you so much and uh, not too many people in the world i would rather have these with and let's kill hey here's some more exactly we need to definitely drink a little bit more i feel bad for us nope. only having one drink well byron don't drink like that you and i is a different story well dude I, I felt terrible for the fact we only had one though that was the only thing i gave us about a finger of just freaking that moonshine and we just sipped on it you're old now you're supposed to sip not chug i don't know i've been told that no. i have to send it I, i've got to send it one more hard time absolutely that's not. how mossman number three was born or, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can't fucking count <laughs> how i met your mother well, kids, you see. <laughs> it all begins, everything begins with the same story. It all started with liquor. A lot of stories. You know, something we, you know something else we didn't mention either, too? Memories of us out on the farm. That would be a lot of fun. I'm sure you had more of them than myself. You know, that, was, that oh, wasn't no. completely my thing. Oh, dude, we had a good time, different times. Just Matt, he was there keeping us in the lanes most of the time. Yes, now there's our moral compass. Uh, well, there's our, I won't say moral compass, but he's he's the one who keeps everybody in line. Dude's been, dad a dad, dad. Dude's, been a, dude's been a dad mentally since high school. Preach it. 
All right, guys, we've taken a trip down memory lane. What do you say we talk about something that Byron actually brought to the table that's in a fun little wheelhouse? Let's talk about pop music and why all these new songs they're putting out are nothing but remakes. Or like snippets of old songs just reimagined. Oh, doing sampling? Yeah, fucking it, A. It, it's been a big thing. Like, uh, one example, two things I really think of is uh, Young Gravy's song with uh, Rick Roll. Uh, and yeah. then there, there's also uh, the one with. Um, Here's the thing that kills me. You're an, an, you're an artist and your name's Young Gravy. Why are you naming yourself after food? Couldn't tell you. Unless you're trying to talk about you slinging that baby gravy and then that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. I uh, know. Uh, no, no. Because, I mean, I guess, I guess it would sound weird to say young sperm <laughs> or, or young jizz or young jizzy. Bro, oh, God. <laughs> stop pausing. Like, pause, stop, and eject. Come on, man. He's trying to eject. <laughs> <laughs> My pants are on. There ain't no ejection happening here. He says. And the only thing erect in this room is the fact that I'm sitting up straight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Did you take a fucking blue chew today? What's your problem? Well, well thank you, Conrad. Absolutely not. <laughs> as as is, you know, going back to all these constant uh, remakes and and everything. I nor, more often than not, it's not an issue as long as you respect the source material. But it does it does foster a lack of creativity and originality. And you know what? People will say, "Well, everything's been done." There, there's a little bit of levity to that. However, you got to take what's already been done and reinterpret it in your own way. Well, well I mean, original, but or, or, see, do you know, used but original. You got to find a way to keep it, you know, do it your way, but at the same time, um, maintain what made made a song great in the beginning. Well, mm -hmm. dude, think about it like this, you know, a band like pop group like Prep School, them covering Danzig's Mother. That was another one that was kind of like not necessary. I'm not I mean, familiar I, with that one. For me, it, this whole situation, it's just kind of like go Why ahead, why aren't you just like, you know, trying something new and different instead of trying to rehash the same old stuff over and over? It's like do you not have that capacity to Creatively unique anymore, or is that reserved for other genres? I mean, to be fair, a lot of country music now sounds dead awful the same. Well, you got to think about it like this look at the fact of like pop music. Okay, so John Mayer actually covered uh, what was that Skinner song? It they call me the breeze. I can't think of the name of the song. They call me the breeze. Yeah, no, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but he covered it and made that lighter. But you know, like bands like Coheed and Cambria who made Jesse's Girl Part 2. And they incorporated the original material and, of course, the original singer. They, Coheed did their own version of Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl? Jesse's Girl Part 2. Interesting. I haven't heard that. You guys that. have to give that a listen. It's pretty good. But, you know, I mean, I guess it's reserved to that one genre because they think they're groundbreaking at that time because you got to think they've cycled the material from previous music or sourced it from other things. I don't know. It, it just shows lack of creativity, at least with the people that are actually doing covers. You know, you can appreciate the material when they do it. 
So, for example, Simon and Garfunkel with Disturbed, Sounds of Silence. That was yeah. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a difference between, like, doing a tribute, like, remake of it. But, like, when all you're doing is, like, I'm taking statements up here and there and then slightly tweaking it here and there. It's like, you're not really doing anything new. You're just going, oh, well, I'm going to use what something else is established and then change it a bit and make my own. Well, here's the thing. Pop and rap is notorious for sound sampling. So if they mm-hmm. find a piece of a song they like, they will sample it. And of course, depending on what it is, they can either get it under the radar where it could not be considered copyright or vice versa. Or if they get permission from the artist to use that for their sampling. Yeah. Like anytime, I'll be honest with you, it's sampling has saturated the market for pop and just anything in general. Like, I hate it whenever a band uses, like, sound samples from another artist. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my opinion on it. But you're always looking you're always looking for original sound, and I think all of us are, quite frankly, because of the fact that we've heard it. We've heard it all. You know, right. give us something new oh. that's going to really make a, really move us emotionally or make us think or make us feel something so, that we haven't already felt. So here's the benefit with us. We actually have the benefit of we get to hear a lot of bands from the 70s. We've also got to, lot, to hear a lot of bands from the 60s. So where we're at, also moving forward, we get to continue to hear development and sound. But we had all these great decades of music under our belts already. Because you got to think, when we were kids, we got to hear like ACDC. We got to hear Ozzy Osbourne. Imagine somebody in that time first hearing that evolution of music. Oh, what a What a blessing. Well, and I mean, it, even think about it like this, something I was listening to today, B.B. Uh, King, Why I Sing the Blues. You think about how pivotal that was. A guy from Memphis and the sound and the effect he had on rock guitar as well, too. Same way with Chuck Berry. So it's where, just wild to think. So are you, are you looking at it and wondering where are the true innovators now? Is that what you're wondering? Yeah, because I'm kind of wondering, you know, because think about it like this. Musicians now are so much more highly educated than what they used to be. Because you got to think these guys that are the originators of these sounds were coming up with these techniques on the fly as they go. Now that you have these kids, you know, like, let's start, start for example, you know, if you think about Dragon Force, obviously. Yeah, you know, gu- guitarists like that, and then I can't think of it's a uh, Polythia or whatever that has like Goat or like these brilliant guitar players, but they're super duper crazy. And then of course you think about like guys like Matt Heffy who can sing and play lead guitar as well too, with such intensity. It's just there's so much stuff available now that musicians are on a whole nother level than what they used to be. So you kind of yeah. wonder who's going to be that next progenitor of sound. Right. Because at this point in time, you've explored a lot of different territory. But who is going to be the person to send the next thing out to the stratosphere that's going to just be a slam dunk? So you're, we're, so you're looking for that next generational sound, that next generational talent. I'll be honest with you, the nearest collaboration to me, and you listened to it in the car the other day. So Ed Sheeran and, of course, Bring Me the Horizon did a collab. Yeah. Yeah, my bad habits. Oh, yeah. Thank you for putting me on to that song, by the way. Well, did you listen to the original? It's very poppy, and you know, like he's got his own sound. He's still originally producing stuff, but it's fun to see something like that. To me, is like you know David Bowie and Queen getting together. You're seeing a lot more cro- crossroads coming up now. 
which I like. Because you had, at one point, you had State of Mind teaming up with Rascal Flats to do What Hurts the Most. That was really good. No, I haven't heard the original yet, but that but since you mentioned it, I'll give it a, I'll have to give it a listen after we finish up here. Um, with with the kind of music that you guys like, like Byron, is there anyone in particular that you listen to right now that you think could really break out and have a defining uh, sound or uh, I mean, album? Anybody? Right, right now I'm listening to a lot of Beast in Black and uh, Battle Beast and Brothers of Metal. Dude, something that kind of gets me, you know, there people are always talking about like Harry Styles and stuff, how he's like tier for the pop scene or whatever. I, uh... but I've never given him any thought to listen to. And, you know, the guys that are like the gatekeepers for the blues genre right now are like Kingfish and John Mayer and like Derek Trucks. Yeah. And then you think like modern day metal. <laughs> You typically think like Lamb of God right now. They are the guys that are pretty hot and heavy that are still producing music pretty yeah. cohesively. That's, and you know, thankfully, that's really cool to know that they're still at it. I didn't know. Well, we saw them, like I said, we went and seen Lamb of God. They were really good, but they are, they're still producing stuff. And, you know, I don't know. I, I see a lot of resurgence of these older bands that were putting out one or two hits in the past coming back now. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it has been so long since we'd seen, like the other day, we talked about Papa Roach. When was the last time you heard a good hit from them? For me personally, Holly, Hollywood Horror. <laughs> well, and I mean, that's kind of what I thought. To Be Loved was probably the last thing for me to come off there. Anything off the Paramore sessions was okay, but you just don't really see much. And then, of course, mm -hmm. you think like Fallen in Reverse, who has changed their sound completely. A lot of these guys are making it where, you know, it's a lot of commercial radio music. You really you want something that really sounds super commercialized. You want something that's going to be like earworm. It's going to have certain yeah. hooks that's going to attract the attention of certain individuals. Yeah. And I mean, and that's that, what you got to chalk it up to. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking more for the artistic side of 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 that artist, then the whole, uh, then the commercialized sound is not going to be for you. No. Right. I, I and I want a band or an artist that's unique. I don't want something that's been done a thousand times. Now, Kyle, a band that me and you talked about over this little weekend stay that has turned the clock back. Let's talk about the Rasmus Rise Up. I was so happy to hear that they were back make, making new stuff. And, you, and I was a little bit worried that you weren't going to like it at first just because it was slightly different. Like they, they had some songs that were a little more on that pop side, experimenting with a different sound. But all in all, you seem to be very impressed. See, the Rasmus is for me is just hard to steer me away from. They've kept a consistent sound. Obviously, with him, I can't ever go back. I, I just oh. anything after anything after Screamworks, it's just I can't. Well, they haven't done anything after that. Yeah, they did because remember they had an album after Screamworks, and I can't remember the name of it. But it was Tears on Tape is what it was. Oh, that's right. That's right. But no, of course, they, their, their, had, their older stuff is always timeless. Well, the only song off there that really stuck to me was All Lips Go Blue. And that one was just very neutered sounding. But that's a lot of my thing of me. Like, I'm, I'm constantly listening to older things. I'm not giving really much time to anybody new producing anything. Because it's just not in the market for me. It's just not doing it for you. Now... 
thankfully, a uh, couple, uh, one band you did get me into that you don't listen to, you know, anymore. Really, Nightwish. They've continued on, and pro- they're producing a lot more artistic, um, storytelling-based music with their current lead, lead vocalist, Flora Janssen, who I will just be completely honest is my favorite of all three. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm gonna have to debate with you on this because there's nothing. No, I've honestly, and that's totally cool. I, I gave her a listen. I personally, to me, it just seems like there is still something there to be desired. Like there's certain points where it feels like she gives me a little bit, but she doesn't give it all. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, you ain't listening to the right stuff, brother. Uh, have you, no, no, no. Go? I mean, I've listened to, but I've listened to their new albums. I've seen their live stuff. You can do something live and sound a little better and put your taste to it. But I need that studio album to give me those hooks to get me in. Because here's the thing, you're going to get me by one song that somebody else wrote. Give me something yours that you actually have a little more, more pride and conviction in, and let me talk to you about that. Well, in fairness, with the uh, doing the older, the older stuff, uh, she was asked to fill in for Annette Osland on a two-hour notice. And she was also sick the night she performed at Bach in open air in 2013. But that is, now, those video, those songs are what got this band noticed nationally here. Like, they're literally getting more play because of YouTube reactors, which is pretty damn cool. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, God. she she's good, but I guess, like I said, man, for me, I just, Tarja is where it's at for me. because Today I is enjoy... actually her birthday, too, by the way. Yeah. And, I mean, that's is... where... That's where my appreciation is for her at. Oh, I totally I enjoy. Did, dude. But here's the thing: you're, you're not. There's certain songs that each singer does well. Very like true. Annette, Annette for me, her catalog was obviously the Islander. That was so safely oh, spoken. So good. Seven days to the wolves. Yeah. Poet and the pendulum. Anything um, really on Imaginarium? I really didn't much care for. I know. Okay. But- yeah, it was, some of the stuff was just fine. Imaginarium did leave a little to desired for me. Well, it felt like she phoned a lot of that in. She just didn't have the spark there. And then, of course, she would expect it, though, because right after coming off Red Hot from Dark Passion Play, she came mm-hmm. in and sung October and April with Lori. Well, and but, and another song, uh, speaking of hers, that I think is like best sung by Annette is Slow Love Slow. I just can't Slow hear that from good. I can't hear that from anybody else. I know I love Floor's version of Storytime, but Annette's studio version, the music video version, is a little bit better. Storytime is so good. I know it is. Um, you should listen to um, Floor do Greatest Show on Earth. And it's like a 24-minute song, but it's ma- It's just it's magic. And they actually yeah, had but- a live version. They had Warren Buffett on stage for it, which was even cooler. Yeah. Dude, Bye Bye Beautiful is another one that I just can't imagine. Hey, Moran? I- yeah. See... See, I heard those, and they were way more poppy for me. And then I heard Tharia for the first time. I'm like, oh, my dear, what is she doing to my soul? Like, oh, my God, this voice. Well, and then, like, Meadows of Heaven, like, whenever she's Oh, the, just... that's what makes me tear up. Dude, she is definitely more geared to a Celtic singer. I mean, with Tarja, Beauty and the Beast gets me every time. And then, of mm. course, whenever her and Thomas do the voice whenever they're doing welcome down to my planet hell and then she just cuts loose and then of course wish, the keyboard carries out i wish i had an angel i wish oh, of i course. had an angel oh hell yeah um or I, it took- wish master she is my sin that was the yeah. first one i'll be honest with you and shout out to ethan ward that dude got me hooked on Nightwish. so i remember getting those cds burned from him back in the day 
you stay tonight at his house and he's like, Hey, here, listen to these. I had two or three of their discography, you know, two or three of their CDs. And I would just pop it into my old 95 Ford Aspire and I would listen to them and just digest them. <laughs> and, and you want and then shout out to him for getting you into them invertedly to get me into them. Um, but and I tell you what, like it's, it's all music's great. Everybody. And these are just our opinions on this particular topic. Um, not here to persuade anybody's opinion on anything, but we just kind of wonder sometimes where the originality has gone. We do. And I mean, it, it, it's just the market right now. It, it's weird. And just everybody, once again, like I said, it just makes it oversaturated because it seems like everybody has some sort of stake in the music business now. Mm-hmm. Since it's so much more easily available to record and produce something, you know, to get it put out to people because, you know, you can become a YouTube sensation and then record an EP, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's just a lot there's a lot of people just available there. And you know what? Guys, we'd like to definitely hear your opinions on that. Kind of tell us a little bit about what you're listening to right now. You know, obviously I'm t- stuck in the time warp somewhere. Byron's sticking progressive going over there into Valhalla and his uh hey, not being no. able to grow a beard face. I, <laughs> there's, leave there's, that man alone. Here's the thing. Like there's a re I love Norse mythology. Norse mythology to me is so fascinating. There's a reason my gamer tag is Finner05. You I have no idea what the hell that means. That and calm down. So so Finrir is the son of <laughs> Odin. I don't know, but uh, son of Loki. And yes. it's supposed to bring bring about the bring about Ragnarok, the end of the world. And I've, I've always been fascinated by it ever since I played uh, Age of Mythology. So that's why I loved it. I've always had fascination with wolves, so I was like big the god demonic wolf yes i'll be honest with you the funny thing is i just automatically think of fenrir the key you get from freaking sephiroth and kingdom hearts (laughs) 2 yeah that's the first thing i think of but i mean i know the mythology though too but that's the first thing i think of and then of course i think about uh auron as well yeah buddy having the blade in 10 so Honestly, I'm surprised that you didn't get away with naming Jesse Oren. Like, I figured you would try to name one of your children after a Final Fantasy character. No, no. If you had noticed, the theme, Les Winnie, has been very music-related. And it's been unintentional. I mean, obviously, Layla, you know, everybody says, like, do you like Clapton? I was like, I do, but, you know. And then with Jesse, you know, Jesse's girl. But Winnie, you know, I got that from Winry Rockbell from freaking FMA. Oh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, but fun, fun fact, uh, this year, Rachel, when I, Rachel and I are going to the uh, Renaissance Fair, uh, we're going to the uh, Viking Day. Okay, so you got better start uh, finding you some pubes to glue to your face. I don't <laughs> think I'm going to dress up. Oh, Jared, I almost uh, forgot. This year, Byron finally got pubes. <laughs> uh, oh god you didn't well, tell us about my pubes did you all this time we've been wondering where his facial hair comes from we just assumed it came from rachel's legs <laughs> he's got pre uh, he's got pre-beardy syndrome uh, i can't help it blame my answer she blame my genes i can't help this i started you know when i started growing this shit i was 12 i grew this and no taller <laughs> Yeah, that's the only thing that grows on you, Kyle. Oh, you know is. what? That's a terrible dad joke. I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? Jeez. Uh, it's felonious, I know. Uh, 
Lord have mercy. Moving along, what else we got, guys? What else we got? Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this for weeks. Take Are the, we take talking the about wheel. the whole Byron? We're we talking about Warner Brothers now. Is that where we're yes, going? Is that what you're about yes. to tell me? This, All right, this take, can of take, we're open. Take the get, wheel. Get this man a cold bucket of water. Calm oh, him down. I'm, no, no, give me a soapbox because I'm about to go on a rant here. Let so, him so I'm gonna sit in the tub and cool off. <laughs> so as many people know, uh, Warner Brothers here recently announced that they are not going to be releasing the pretty much completed Batgirl movie to anything, stating, I quote, uh, the test screenings were so bad, we're scrapping it. That's the Damn. behind it. That was harsh. Just be oh, blunt about gets, it. Oh, it, it, it gets better. Um, on top of that, they've really said that they're canceling a bunch of their... Uh, like projects. animated pro- anime projects and stuff like that. There, uh, there's rumors that they're going to cancel out Harley Quinn off of uh, HBO Max. Oh shit! There's talk yeah. about that. It's rumor, nothing confirmed, but but they're still willing to go through with this whole uh, Flash movie. I mean, there's even talks that they might end up scrapping that. That's a whole different issue. But it's Warner Brothers right now is doing some weird things. They're scrapping projects, canceling projects. They're not really putting anything out. The only real next big movie they're going to be putting out is going to be the Black Adam. But they better still, just it, enjoy that Harry Potter money for a while. Uh, it's it's going to be something, but well, it's. I, mean, uh, I just say it's here's it's, it's the thing: those... the Rock is going to make that film for them. Byron. Oh, let's be true. Well, no doubt. They'll make money. Don't wrong. It's going to make money, but it's, there's also some controversial issues talking about how like the Rock might be pulling an ego trip to build the universe around him and not around what's established. Well, did you guys see the little behind the scene or the extra scene in the Super Pets film they dropped no. recently? The, the little uh, uh, Black Adam? I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's The Rock voicing uh, Black Adam's dog. Uh. Well, no, voicing Black Adam. Oh, wow. Uh, well, he I, did I all three. He did, he did him, he did the dog, and he did... He, he voiced the two role. dogs. Two dog dogs and, of course, his own role. How much rock do you need? I mean, honestly, it's kind of an insult to have Kevin Hart do the voice of freaking that dog. God damn. I mean, it's it's not a big issue in my honest opinion. I think it's fine. But it's just a lot of fans feel it's a slap in the face because we finally got uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League movie, which I've not seen it because I just haven't felt like sitting down and watching a marathon. But it, from what I understand, it really redeemed that whole movie. It made it a thousand times better seeing what he's envisioned. And fans want the Snyderverse. And like, why you constantly keep rebooting and not just continue what you have? And I personally feel that's the biggest issue with um, WB and all them is they're trying to run before they, they're walking. They're, Let's talk they're about not the establishing Batman. anything. Batman's his own separate universe. Like no, let's talk. They, let's talk about the fact that they have not even green, greenlit the second film because it may not even come out at all. And then, of course, if you address why, the other, I, I, I already in the got. Room, I already got greenlit. So it's on the fence right now. They're they're going back and forth. Part of them want to greenlight it and go. The other part of them don't want it to go just yet. So because the fact here, here's here's the, oh, well here's right why because they're talking to Christopher Nolan. And Nolan has been talking to Bale. Oh my god! Oh my god! Bale is over a height. 
Yes, he makes a good the, Batman. He's a shitty Bruce Wayne. He's not that here, great. No, he's I will not. die on that but, soapbox. But here's the whole thing. That is why he said, yeah, you know, if he gets me a script and it's actually done, and he's like, if Chris asked me to do it, I'm going to do it. And because they know it's successful already, that's where Warner Brothers is like, well, we did a good are test you, with this Batman, but are we going to neuter him to put out another Dark Knight film? Are you are you joking me? You set up a, a great Batman universe, like a literally a great Batman universe with a young Batman still trying to find his fucking legs, and you're going to just say nah. Are you going next? Are you going to say the second Joker movie scrapped, and you're going to do a Jared Leto's now? <sighs> I don't like, know what they're thinking. There's so many things that are so subject to change right now because they don't have a direction now that they don't it's, have a direction, but Warner brothers is now saying, Oh, well, we got to watch our money. When have you ever watched your money when you give us crap and you know, like that they put the next Aquaman film on hold. I mean, again, reasons. Well, yes, reasons, but also just the whole, uh, it, it's, it's, to it's, me, it, it, it floors me to think about all these things that are happening and just mismanagement at its finest, folks. It's Again, they, they saw how uh, Marvel did it, and they tried to jump right where Marvel got to. It's You can't do that. You have to establish your franchise and your universe. You can't Here's do that. Here's the sad reality. Go ahead, Byron. I'm sorry. I was like, it's kind of like, even though Marvel's put out some stinker movies, like some of those movies they put out, they're not, they're, like, they're not that great. They're not bad for a superhero movie, but they're not the high quality we come to expect for a lot of it. But well, here's Marvel's, the thing that Marvel's wrote them out and kept their well, story yes. continuous. But here's the thing. The only thing that they've roadmapped or kept continuous is their animated films. That's all I can uh, we'll, do. We'll, we'll give you that. The, those are awesome. Well, all you got to think. Do. the sun, bat, Just Batman and Son. How many films that spawned? You know, the Teen Titans, the Flashpoint Paradox, all these things that it spawned. That, the, all of the... Uh, uh, Death of the Family, uh, yeah, Rack, uh, the whole Under Bat the Family, uh, yeah, like they spawn. Like DC can put and Warner's can put out a good, like DC animated universe. They've done that. They've done it for years. That's their bread Dude, and butter. Dude, Justice League. Maybe dark, they should just. Man, that was maybe so they should just stick to that. But like, if you go all the way back to as early as like uh, um, uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, like they've always done excellent with animated. That wasn't that but, wasn't but here, really their the bread thing. and butter. Then go ahead, Byron. Here's the thing: that's not that's going to bring them in billions of dollars. They're not making their money after at straight to video films, man. You know, yeah, it's a nice thing you get to watch all those now on HBO Max, but fuck. And there's also talk that's, that after the uh, Discovery merger that uh they're going to essentially force their users to migrate to a whole new uh application yeah kind of like how Funimation did with crunchyroll well kind of i mean dc's already done it one time they uh they had a dc app and something else out there that they forced their users to merge into hbo max now there's talk that they're going to do the same thing again with uh discovery plus i think and uh hbo max combine them into a universal uh, application as well. Again, it's they got Question, too much going doesn't on. Doesn't the mouse own Discovery? I don't know. I know it's. I have on, no idea. I, I know they have uh, National Geographic stuff on Disney Plus, and that you can get uh, Discovery Plus through uh, Amazon. Huh. I, I'm again, starting to think here. It's 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 a shit show and a half. 
at uh, Warner Secretly, it's Bat Mouse all the way around. Bat Mouse. I mean, heck, if Disney can get their hands on uh, Warner Brothers, hey, you know what? Or, uh, and DC, you know what? They've done well with the Marvel Universe. They can at least put a roadmap down to get us a, a DC extended universe. But here's the thing. I think they would probably overturn that because they would probably claim it being a monopoly. Because uh, would own Harry Potter, would own all these other things. Harry Potter's his own separate universe. Like you really can't say shit on that. Yeah, but it's Warner Brothers. I'll tell you something else too. That's kind of irritating. You guys remember the 2017 Power Rangers movie, don't you? Oh yeah. yeah. That is another franchise that can't catch a break. The fact that they teased Tommy Oliver at the very end, and Lionsgate said, "Nah, movie did so shittily. We're not going to redo that." And then they're talking about now that the Power Rangers movie's on hold. Because they are rebooting that series again. I mean, does it surprise you? No, it doesn't. Lionsgate's kind of hitting it, it's, it's a lot of uh, uh, studios out there are like, if the movie fr- movie doesn't take off and make us money immediately, we're not going to do it. Well, I mean, it's not a bad movie. I enjoyed it, but it was just... I, I did too for what it was. I actually have never seen it. I meant to watch it's it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It came out at the same time as like the Beauty and the Beast movie. So, I mean, I think honestly that kind of hurt them a little bit because whenever Disney's launching something, it's not the best idea to put it out the same week that a Disney movie's coming out. Unless you're Deadpool. Unless you're Deadpool. Or yeah. you're <laughs> Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Which, that's, that's, uh, only... that's, a, that's a whole can of worms I really don't want to get into. Again. Yeah, the uh, Rings of Power, which I'm it. Rings of Power, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch. As a, I love Lord of the Rings. I love the universe. It's a very fleshed out uh, universe, very fleshed out stories. What, what source material are they using for that, Byron? There's source material for it. It's they're deciding to do their own thing. They even hired a fucking uh, uh, scholar who focuses on <sighs> studying uh, Tolkien's works. And they're, <sighs> they're try- the thing is they're trying to go Game of Thrones. I hate the fact not that about that because any to anything to emulate a guaranteed um, cash grab. Because it's what it is. Pe- it's cash grab the, Jones, motherfucker. Speaking of House of the Dragon Sunday night, very excited. Just want to throw that out there. The thing is, it's tits dude. Uh, that, that's, that's really it. Uh, I mean, that's really honestly why a lot of people watch Sparta, Blood and Sand, because boobs. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, it has been a long-awaited week to get to this point where we could actually talk about what the fuck we've been doing and everything else. And you know what? It's not his birthday, but it might as well damn still be. Let's let the birthday boy (laughs) tell us goodbye and all that fun jazz. Well, that's awfully nice of you, sir. I thank you very much. Uh, Folks, we know we've been out for a little while, but life and, of course, getting together for my, my birthday weekend we, so we thank you for your patience, and we're just happy to be back in the lab doing what we do best. So, as always, for myself, Mr. Moss, Mr. Moss Men, this is K-Rob signing off for Beards, Brews, and Bros. Remember, be kind and always rewind, and we will see you next week. And remember, fresh content served daily will be on our uh, Facebook page. So we will see you next week. See you next week, folks. Bye, folks. <laughs>